0: Hey James, who do you think would win in a fight, Borg or Brainiac?
1: Brainiac all the way. Why Brainiac? Brainiac fights Superman. Borg gets beaten by Data and Picard. Fair enough. Get ready to overanalyze some popular culture. With Chris Guyton. And James Kelly. This is Licensing Legends.
0: Hello, welcome to episode five of Licensing Legends. With myself, Chris Guyton. And I'm James Kelly. And we are giving you the most specific podcast of all time. On episode five today, we're going to continue rolling with Injustice 2 and we're going to talk about Brainiac. But before we do that, James, I got to tell you, I started watching The Orville recently. Really? Yes, and for those of you who don't know, the Orville is Seth MacFarlane's new sci-fi series. It's basically like Star Trek, but way funnier. It's like a comedic
1: Star Trek. Basically, it is Star Trek. It, it it's it's like it's not Galaxy Quest level humor, but it's definitely a, a like a Galaxy Quest kind of like TV show. Yeah, I, well, Galaxy
0: Quest I feel like was a little bit more over the top. Like, there's some like real drama that happens on this show. Um, I don't know how far... Have you, so you've seen it then?
1: I've seen about uh,
0: three episodes. Three episodes. So I got to episode... I've seen all the episodes so far. I've seen all six episodes. I believe at, at this point, at the time of this recording, it was six episodes. And there's some, there's some things... Like, they do an episode... There's an episode about one of the characters. You know, uh, a Portis? He's kind of like the wharf kind of character. Yeah. So there's an episode where... So his race of alien... Are all male. The entire race is male, and I guess like something like at once every 75 years or so, a female is born. And so what happens is Portis has a baby, and she's a female. She's born a female. So the uh, him and his husband decide that they're going to uh, reassign the gender because that's just what his species does when females are born, is they reassign gender. And it's like this really weird, like kind of like. Take on like parental like influence and like choice, or like giving your like doing things you know before your 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 child is like 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 circumcision kind of stuff you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, they even bring up circumcision and it's like a really weird like moral quandary like throughout this entire episode. Obviously, they still retain the humor, but yeah, this show really deals with some like interesting topics in in, in like a in a strange Seth MacFarlane kind of way.
1: Yeah. Um, I- I've seen, now that I think about it, two episodes so far. I definitely can appreciate the the characters. It, it definitely from what I hear from like um, circles of Star Trek fans, it's more of a Star Trek show than star, the new Star Trek show actually is. Oh, yeah. I still haven't even seen that one. Neither have I. I'm not interested in getting CBS All Access.
0: Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I think I kind of agree. I mean, I think it's definitely Star Trek for, I mean, for sure.
1: But okay, I'm I'm gonna be a bit more of the the, the Siskel to your Ebert right now, right. <laughs> and I, I I gotta be honest, like it's just it's it's missing the its mark on its humor, and that's just that's really? the disappointing thing. I mean, McFarlane's kind of like for me, kind of lost his his talent for for humor. I think Ted was the last really great thing he's made, and Ted won, by the way, not Ted. Yeah, two. yeah, yeah. Oh, Ted two. <laughs> um. Some episodes of like American Dad up to up to a recent seasons were really good, but now even that's kind of like lost its way, I feel. And like so family you feel guy, that way
0: about the, the, the Orville.
1: Orville, it's just it I, I will say it's definitely it's got its heart in the right place. It's got the right characters, right cast. Definitely love them um, the, the woman commander. Okay. Like she's great.
0: Great that you hit on that actually, because this is the last thing I wanna talk about before we go into the episode. Um, I actually don't like the fact that they introduced that character so so quickly. I think that that's my one criticism of the show is I think that, well, I guess I have a couple, but we could do a podcast episode maybe about it. Um, but I honestly think that they could have done a couple more episodes kind of like establishing who he is without her and then like completely break him by like bringing her in. I, didn't, I don't think that they needed to foil him that quickly. I, 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 just, I, I just think that like, it would have been served better if, like, maybe we got like one or two episodes without her, and then she like came in and, you know, was the XO or whatever. But let's save the rest of this conversation for perhaps a bonus episode about the Orville in the future. Can we do Star Trek instead? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we're gonna go into Brainiac. Um, so in Injustice 2, James Brainiac is the main villain. He's the main bad guy. Um, we're still so basically we're still on like Earth Two or whatever version of Earth this is. Where Superman's a dickhead. Um, what happens is uh, Kara Zor-El shows up on Earth um, because you know the whole Supergirl you know storyline that's all intact. And Brainiac I guess like follows her or something. I uh, it's still kind of fuzzy. I forgot like the the exactly how Brainiac comes over, but uh, he ends up trying to obviously like suck the life out of the planet. Um, and like, kind of destroy destroy Earth the way that he destroyed Krypton. It be, it becomes like revealed, you know, later on through Kara Zor El that um, Brainiac uh, destroyed Krypton, and and Superman becomes aware of it. Uh, then there's this whole thing about how are we gonna let Superman out because he's a complete dickhead and and you know, kind of like. They're not sure whether or not they're going to have to need, need Superman to take down Brainiac. Obviously, Kara zor is a huge advocate for that because she's also there to s- protect her cousin. Um, and, you know, she gets to this earth and, and people are, like, imprisoning Kal-El. And, like, she's not, she's not stoked on that. But um, I think – uh, so eventually they do, they do let Superman out uh, and, you know, save the day, whatever, depending on which way you go in the story, all that kind of stuff. But Superman is still a, whole, s- still a dick – and uh, it, it doesn't change. It really doesn't change his position in the story. Um, but basically, to, to kind of like narrow down and talk about Brainiac, like, I feel like this character, um, just on its own, like, I, I'm very familiar with, like, obviously the Bruce Timm version. Um, but the character in the game, I feel like he kind of like doesn't really have too much of a place other than to, like, give us a reason to, like, let Superman back out of his cage. You know what I mean? Like... The, the, the real villain at its core of the Justice series is Superman. Yeah. And, and Brainiac was brought into this story to have there, have there be some sort of conflict around um, you know, whether or not we're going to let out. And, and I'll, I'll let you comment on this a second, but I do want to say one other thing about um, Superman being imprisoned and having like that moral quandary there. They did the same fucking thing in the Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite story with Thanos. And it was the same thing. They had Thanos... Locked up, and then, uh, oh, geez, uh, Ultron Sigma, you know, all powerful, whatever, has the reality and the time stone, and is trying to kill stuff, and then it becomes, oh, no, should we let Thanos out? It's like literally the same thing. Uh, Capcom, I see you. You're really ripping off Realm Studios, not only just with the storyline on its own, but the story itself. You're nothing but a second
1: rate trying hard
0: copycat and 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 now with that i will let james actually say some words <laughs> okay
1: well uh first off the the big shocker for me just hearing this now um is that brainiac directly destroyed krypton yes. which is like that kind of like no one has ever really done that like the closest okay. that that they've ever done for that is um in in the plan but never made Brian Singer Superman return sequel. Oh that, that, yeah. That, that, which like check out the YouTube video for like the plot description. It is a weird movie. That would have been a very strange movie. Wait, wait, Brainiac was the main villain in that? Yes. Okay.
0: That would have been freaking cool. Yes. Wait, uh,
1: did you talk about this before? I think you did. Um, I don't think we talked no, about we it talk on, about this uh, on the podcast. Okay, okay. So, so okay, yeah, this think, is yeah, fun, okay. fun fun Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, so so basically what the what the sequel would have been like. And, like, Brian Singer described it as his Wrath of Khan. Speaking of Star Trek. And that's kind of what it would have been. Like, Brainiac basically shows up, and, like, he's kind of... He's posing himself as a Kryptonian. And, like, he has this ship of Kryptonian people, and it's just like Superman's like, yay, I'm not alone, I'm not alone. And then just like the Brainiac shows up, is like, Hey, uh, Superman, why don't you, are you letting the world be the way it is? Um, you got to like change the world. And Brainiac then proceeds to kind of like take over the world. S- Superman quest for peace style. And mm-hmm. like just tries to change the world. Superman's not really cool with it. He investigates, finds out that the person that's claiming to be a Kryptonian is really this computer program, like a sentient robot. Brainiac, and is possessing Kryptonian dead bodies, and he also destroyed the planet Krypton.
0: Farewell, Krypton.
1: And so then, like, Brainiac and Superman fight. Superman, like, defeats the Brainiac drone, but then Brainiac tries to transfer his consciousness into another body, and he finds another Kryptonian on Earth, and it's Superman's son, Jason. And so, like, the little kid from uh, Superman Returns, like, with yeah, Lois Lane. Yeah, like uh, gets possessed and becomes an adult, and Superman has to end up
0: killing. Wait, are we? Are we sure that we didn't talk about this on the last episode? Because I'm pretty sure we did. Did mm-hmm. we? I don't know. Either way, that's a great fucking plot. I I love it. It's I think really it dark.
1: Been a very a bit too dark for Superman personally, for my tastes. But basically, what we're saying right now, and I do genuinely think this, super, like of all Superman's villains, Brainiac is basically the most egregious. Like, why isn't he been cinematically presented yet well i feel like he has doesn't have that much representation outside of
0: the animated series like really that much like that that's kind of why i was like i I genuinely was surprised okay so when i was like following injustice 2 i like just paid attention to like the character selection so much i didn't really like like look at like videos of like uh like you know like stories i didn't i tried to like keep myself a little bit shielded and um I, and I only really looked at the characters like, at the very beginning of like, the development cycle and kind of like, forgot about it until I bought the game. So like, when I got the game and, and realized that like, Brainiac was like, the main villain, it was kind of like a moment for me where I was like, I legit like, haven't really like, seen this character too much. Like, e- like, I, I haven't seen this character too much since like, I was a kid, really. Yeah. And so like, seeing, especially like, this version of him where he's got like, a, a, like a, like a human face is kind of weird.
1: Well, okay, so, like, of all the Superman villains, basically, basically, Brainiac is the number two most popular Superman villain, although I guess, yeah, I mean, it's always going to be Lex Luthor is number one, Yeah. but, like, Brainiac's definitely number two, but Brainiac is, is one of the most wildly, like, inconsistent, they keep on, like, changing up what Brainiac does and what Brainiac is and looks like. He's always kind of looked like a green alien, Mm -hmm. and originally he was this um, world-conquering alien from the planet Kolu, I think. Really? Yeah, really. And then. So he wasn't even like wait, but okay, wait. Now I guess you're getting into it. Go ahead. So then, like he he and like his big notorious thing was he would go to planets and shrink down a planet city and keep it in a bottle. And he also had shrunk a city from Krypton, the, the bottled city of Kandor. So, so he's like the collector. He was like the collector kind of, but for cities? Kind of, yes. Yes. And that's kind of what he was. But then like they decided like, oh, maybe he should be like this robot that was yeah. made by the Colons. Right. And that's, and, that's and, how and that's, I know him. And that's kind of what he was. And then like for a while they kind of tried to make it so they, they gave him a more robotic look in the 80s, which um, was really cool, I think. It's not my personal favorite design, because I grew up with the Bruce Timm design and I think that's the best design. And that's yeah. also in so many ways, Bruce Tim like, like that is probably the best reimagining and re solidifying of a character right there with and I think it, honestly this'll really rile some people's feathers, but I think that's even better than what they did with Mr. Freeze. Of just like they Oh wow. They cracked the code with this character that had existed for over fifty years and made it perfect with and they actually made Brainiac be much darker and they made him much more connected to Superman of that Brainiac was the, in Superman the animated series he's the he's the computer intelligence AI yeah. of all of Krypton and like one of the reasons why they don't believe Jor-El when he said um Krypton's going to is doomed the sun's about to explode like Brainiac just keeps on saying nope he's wrong nope he's wrong and eventually, just Jor-El goes to confront him. And he's like, you, you do know this is happening. Like, Krypton's doomed. And Brian just responds, I know, but I don't care. I just want the data. That's my purpose. And I can't save Krypton, so I'm just going to save the data. And then he just becomes this HAL 9000 horrible villain yeah. that goes out and gathers all data he can and destroys the planet that he gathers the data right. from. And that's just like damn, that is intense. That is that is a total like that is not just a Superman villain, that's a Justice League villain as he yeah. is later on in the series. And like they, they end up coming up with this great like finale for Justice League. It was supposed to be the finale where Lex Luthor and Brainiac always like teamed up in the comics plenty of times. And then like in the and then like Bruce Tim and And co like decide like let's do that let's do Mm -hmm. like for our finale, Luther and Brainiac teaming up and Luther becomes this sentient like intel super intelligent machine like creature and Brainiac suddenly has imagination and so it's like it's a horrible combination and so now it's like ooh I know what I'll do. We can build a machine that will allow us to absorb the information of the entire entire Earth Earth. in a single stroke, and
0: then the galaxy, the entire universe. We'll remake the universe. Dude, that's insi- That's like some uh, <laughs> kind of reminding me of like some like ego kind of kind Oh of yeah, stuff. absolutely. And that, like I mean I, I would imagine that like ego is probably like heavily inspired by this character at this point.
1: Well, I mean ego kind of like existed before, like remember like the, the kind of take we're talking about came from the nineties. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. But what we're saying though is like no given, well, given, given what we just described. Zack Snyder DC people. Yeah. That is an amazing Justice League movie. Oh, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. That is Well, actually, so cool. we don't know what
0: the Justice League What's the, who's the villain in the Justice League movie? We don't know what they are.
1: Oh, uh, that's um it's it's a really obscure Jack Kirby character. Um it's one of the New Gods. Uh it's like New God villains. It's like uh, Oh gosh, I'm I'm blanking. Yeah, I'm blanking. I don't know. I actually don't
0: know. Like it's
1: not Darkseid. All like, right, it, guys. But yeah. Uh we'll
0: see the movie. I by the all right, so we'll see the movie. We'll 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 report back. Or if somebody knows, licensing legends at gmail dot com. Email us. Talk to us. Tell us what to talk about on this show. All right, all right. So we've established uh, the knowledge level that James has on 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 Brainiac and myself. Um, let's talk about
1: <laughs> Brainiac's movies. Oh, actually, one last thing. Oh, one last thing. So basically, like the design that he has right like, right now in Injustice Justice is based off of. Um, the comic that Jeff Johns and I believe Gary Frank, okay. I'm not entirely sure, it might have been Gary Frank, um, did for, on Superman, it was a Superman brainiac plot line and that one basically what was like, did what Jeff Johns does best is like take every idea and make it brilliant and work. Yeah, Jeff which, Johns is amazing. Which Jeff Johns... He's producing the Titan show, by the way. Oh. So it might be good. Definitely give it a shot. Yeah. Well, he he did one of the best Titans runs ever. Yep. So, um, Jeff Johns, like, basically just said, like, let's have him keep the alien look. Let's have, but let's do pretty much everything from, from Superman the Animated Series be his motivation. Where he does, like, go around conquering and destroying planets and taking their knowledge. But he does, like, also keep in where he preserves a tiny bit of each planet he takes over by shrinking one little city and keeping it in a bottle. Yeah. So he, I mean, yeah, he
0: does that, kind of, like, he does that a lot in Justice. and, like, one of the things that he, like, says to people, like, when he, like, knocks him down is, like, like, you're not worth collecting, you know what I mean, things like that. So, like, he's definitely on his way to, like, collecting powers, um, and that's one of the things that, like, his main motivations in the game is, like, trying to collect, uh, the, like, the, the powers of, like, the different heroes and, and then, like, destroy the planet. Which is like kind of—it's actually kind of like a dark. It's you say that kind of stuff out loud. It's dark. It is.
1: Well, 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 well. Superman's like villains. Um, I mean, Mixie's, Mister Mixie's, Pitlick, and oh yeah, and like definitely like like a lot of them can be kind of goofy, understandably. But like some of the big heavy hitters can be pretty darn dark. Yeah. Like and definitely Brainiac is right up there. Um, I mean. Darkseid's a new God's villain in my eyes. That's what he's always made. But he makes a very formidable, like, dark ally enemy for Superman when he is an enemy for Superman. So, yeah.
0: So, all right. So, let's talk about Brainiac's moves. Uh, We're going to start the combo attacks this time because, uh, why not? Uh, The thing about Brainiac, I'm I'm not going to lie. So, that that little uh, bit that we just played where I was playing as Brainiac, like, I haven't really played as Brainiac that much. Yeah. Yeah. not, not just, uh, I mean, one of the reasons, too, is like I, I think I, his design is cool, right? But he's not like the type of character that like I would gravitate towards. And one of the main principles of fighting games, right, is you just pick whoever you think looks cool. Um, so I, I just like never like dived into Brainiac. Oh, and before we talk about the moves, too, I will commend this game, actually, is one of the first games fighting games that i played in a long time where there's actually an unlockable character, and that character is Brainiac. Oh, so cool. So when you first get the game, um, you don't have Brainiac unlocked, and you just have to beat story mode one time, and you can unlock him. Or you can pay, like, $6 for him or something like that, which is kind of ridiculous. But, like, if you're too lazy to beat the story mode, which is, like, what kind of a fucking gamer are you if you're, like, not going to... Anyway, I can't believe that option exists, but... Uh, yeah, you 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 actually I actually I did that. I, I beat the story mode and I unlocked Brainiac. But it felt really good to like unlock a character. I think the last game that I played with actual unlockable characters in them was Street Fighter Four, the first version of Street Fighter Four.
1: Well, I'm used to Dragon Ball Z fighting games. That's pretty much all you do. That's the fun of those games is unlocking oh, all so. those characters. I guess so. Like, I guess they're, they're like unlockable all, all, all like unlockable characters, pretty much. Like the the set you get if you don't have everyone is. Pretty lame. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, it's not lame. It's just like, it's just like, it just like pretty much go obvious. It was like, you'll you'll be, you can play as Goku, Gohan. Right, right. And exactly. like, it was like, can you play as Vegeta? No, you gotta unlock Vegeta. Yeah. What? But wait, but,
0: but, but those games also came out before Street Fighter 4. Yes. That, at least the first three Budokai games or something like that. Oh, or yeah. Two of them or something.
1: Yeah. No um, arguments.
0: <laughs> anyway, Brainiac's moves, combo attacks. First one, 12th level intelligence. Why is it 12th level?
1: That's just like something that, like, it's it's part of the wonderfulness of the Silver Age. Is just like they decided, like, Brainiac shows up. He's like, "Superman, beware! I am a twelfth level
0: intellect." Okay, so, okay, so that's that's a direct reference to like. His oh origins. yeah.
1: Well, well, like, there's um great moments in uh in Superman Red Sun. Like, please read this book. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, one, one of the things, like like Lex Luthor boasts, is like I am a level nine intellect, and uh. and Bra- but Brainiac is a level twelve intellect, and so when when Superman and Lex Luthor finally like really directly meet each other once, uh, like they're they're just talking, and then Brainiac suddenly shuts them up and stops stops them talking and says. Um, and Superman's like, why'd you do that, Brainiac? It's like, well, um, because I'm a level twelve intellect, I figured that this level nine intellect was going to make you convince you to commit suicide within fifteen minutes of speaking.
0: Whoa! And
1: so it's just like it's, like, it's just like a great moment.
0: That's super dark. I mean, wait. So and I guess the next question is, do they ever analyze Superman's intellect? What level is he? Uh,
1: they never really do. Say,
0: I would probably guess he's like a five. No, <laughs> give a good. Give him credit. He's seven. Seven? Superman's a seven. You heard it here first. Actually, that's a great fan theory to have. We yeah. need to find out what Superman's intellect level is. Yes.
1: Well, I mean, like, everyone wants to, to make, like, Batman be, like, 20 or something, but, you know.
0: No, he's definitely below Brainiac, for sure. Yeah.
1: Come on. I mean, he'd probably,
0: I'd, put him at, I'd probably put him at the same level as uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah. Maybe, like, nine or ten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Next move. Computo, And it's actually Acronymed So it's C-O-M-P-U-T-O But uh, That's weird Why Why is it acronym Why is that
1: Because acronyms are cool Well I wonder what it stands for Well hey I mean it's like It's like the HAL 9000 Technically stood for something Like HAL was Kind of like Oh yeah It was like a, It was an acronym And like They always come up with like Like it, it's always like fun When like you can come up With an acronym that's that, like, like, that's like,
0: spells out something that's related or a something? A great
1: uh, Young Justice moment is, like, he kind of like, is, like, Tio Morrow, the villain, like, like says, like, my mono-optic non- nano-cortez, cor- and, and he just, like, ends up admitting, like, uh, like, I just wanted them to spell out monkey. Like,
0: I, I'm very curious, okay, so, I'm, like, to everybody who's listening to this, which I hope it, by episode five there's a good amount... We need a lot of things from you. We need to know what Superman intelligence level is. We need to know what Computo stands for. Is that a reference to Superman 3? Computo? Yeah, is it? Where would the, the reference be there? I try to forget that Superman the Superman 3's thing. Well, That's I, the Richard I, I've Pryor never, one, right? I've
1: never seen it, so I can't really
0: speak. I, 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 you know, I. I d- it's very forgettable. I don't. I don't remember anything about it other than Richard Pryor's in it being weird, and he's like a computer. So
1: maybe that's the reference, because at least from what I've heard, at one point Brainiac was supposed to be the villain of Superman. Yeah, Game yeah, Day. yeah. That's definitely true. Yeah. But then they decided to just make it this generic, non-Brainiac, yeah. which probably Brainiac was thankful for.
0: Well, because they wanted like a they wanted a black character. They wanted a black black exploitation. No, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. Richard Pryor was the shit at that point in time. So, like, that's probably what it was. They thought it would just sell movie tickets.
1: Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, yeah. that and I'm not going to say it, but like his great Superman parody is hilarious. Richard Pryor Superman parody? Yes. I
0: don't know about this.
1: I'm not going to say it, but just.
0: All right. Check we'll have to out. look it up after this. All right. Next move Collector of Worlds. We're just pretty thoroughly
1: explained that. Yeah. I mean that th- that's this thing he, he he you actually put it up pretty pretty well it was like yes he is kind of like the collector but in a kind of yeah. even more evil way than the collector Yeah or yeah a, exactly or a collector kind of like genuinely just wants to like preserve just like these species Yeah exactly and, and, and like he he's he's kind of like a, on that level where it's like He's bad in a kind of like hunting is bad, kids. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas like Brainiac is flat out like genuinely like sociopathically evil of just the yeah. evil of just of just of just uh, what? No, well, I mean I don't care. Well, well, He's just like yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, always makes a good villain. Like yeah. pretty much never sh- should a villain think they're evil. Except for maybe the Joker, yeah, I, depending yeah, on certain writers, that, yeah. but <laughs> otherwise it's just like it's like it's it's not fun, and like even like Heath Ledger's Joker didn't think of himself as evil in a way, like because that version he was just like, no no no, I'm exposing the hypocrisy of right. this world. So, but like I think Brainiac, I mean
0: Brainiac doesn't have like any capacity to like. Feel, I suppose, right? Empathy. Well, it's yeah. No empathy. Yeah.
1: Well, like that's the fun when you do when you do Brainiac. Well, is is like it's the fear of of like artificial intelligence. It's how. Right. Exactly. It's how nine thousand. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. That's it's pure intellect and no empathy. Right, and I I mean, Brainiac is like a really good villain. I feel like to use in storylines. Actually. Actually, now that we're saying it, like that's one of the reasons why he's a great Superman villain. Right. Because Superman is the polar opposite. He's nothing but empathy. Right, exactly. It's loving uh, everyone. And I, I have to, like, m- my struggle is that I go to sleep sometimes hearing people screaming, they need me. Yeah. Whereas Brainiac, it's just, what? Life is not important, just information. Right, exactly. That's Yeah, that's crazy. That's a good way to think
0: about it. I mean, it, it makes sense why he's up there on, like, the... Uh, the most popular super Superman villains. All right, next one. Uh, K- Kaluin form.
1: Yeah. So what I mean, we're, we're saying. We were just talking about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. So let, let's drop some more like fun trivia. Yeah. then. Um. So one of the many like I, actually this is like sad now that I think about it is, is like Brainiac is the number one like villain who's always going to be in a Superman movie, but then he's not. He was going to be the main villain of Superman Lives. Oh yeah, the Nick Cage. Ha. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, oh, for those
0: of you who don't know, please 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 just type that into Google. Just do it. Yes. Yeah. Like right now. Well <laughs> Well I mean there's an awesome the super, movie Nick Cage in a Superman costume with a mullet is amazing.
1: Yes.
0: Well, well
1: <laughs> it, Superman lives the Death of Superman lives what happened by John Schnepp really makes like the passionate yeah like case that this would have been an awesome movie. I think
0: it would have been an awesome movie. Hey,
1: like even like I would have loved to have seen it. Now, right? Like, yeah. It would just been weird, it would have been a very strange movie, but it would have been like it would have just been like a like Tim Burton's other Superman hero movie so i just like this is definitely Tim Burton's take on superheroes. Yep. And like it's like I'd rather ha- rather have that than like what we did get.
0: What do you mean like with Superman returns or? Yes. Uh we're gonna talk about this forever. I like Superman returns. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh okay, well wait, 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 wait.
1: But but no, so so like um and yeah, like Kevin Smith like name dropped Kolu. Like, yeah, like yeah. in his first like line of dialogue of Brainiac was like, This is all that remains of the of the great conqueror of Kolu, this robotic alien freak. It was like something like that. Like Kevin Smith, like was a comic book fan, so he knew all those name dropping kind of stuff like that.
0: I mean, Ke- yeah. Ke- well, he also writes comic books too. He's yeah. also really infamous for not finishing friggin' story arcs. Like, uh, what's the one that I, the the evil that men do? The one that he did with the uh, the Dodsons. Yeah. I had, I think it was like three issues of that or something like that, and it just got completely canned, and that ne- it was never finished. And I was like pretty upset because i just love what i love when the dodsons draw black cat
1: so i wanted to just see more of that very understandable yeah (laughs) um that did get completed that did Did it it did but when though it was like four years later yeah that does not count for me i don't care
0: yeah because i I didn't even know it was was on my radar yeah exactly well um that's that's probably
1: after i stopped reading marvel books yeah um, well, they also, um, Kevin Smith, not, I love Kevin Smith, so I'm, and he himself has made fun of it. Yeah. But here's the reality Kevin Smith, like, dropped Batman Cacophony. Not too bad. Yeah. Then he dropped Batman Whiting Gyre, like, first six issues of it. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I was like, whoa, what a twist. Great twist. And I was like, what's happening next? And I was like, oh, don't worry. Like, I'm taking a break, I'm gonna make Comic Book Men season one. And then suddenly it's like, well, when's the follow-up? When's the follow-up? And it's been almost like four or five years and still nothing. No one
0: should give him comic books. It's just like I yeah. love Kevin Smith. I'm a Jersey guy. Don't give him any more comic books to write, guys. He's not going to finish them.
1: Yeah. Pretty
0: much, yes. He's too busy. He does too much stuff. Too much other stuff. I do, uh, I will say though, while we're on the talk Coast Kevin Smith, I will say it's pretty amazing that he got to that point where he got to write comic books about his favorite characters. Like, that's pretty friggin' awesome for like a kid that like did, like came from pretty much like nowhere, jersey.
1: Wonderful story. Oh, actually, (laughs) genuinely, I will recommend this. Um... Kevin Smith's Daredevil Run, Guardian Devil with Joe. Oh Santa. yeah, I
0: was gonna. I was thinking about that when uh, when we were talking about. it. I was gonna mention that. That is
1: a really good comic. That's really good, really solid.
0: Um, okay, let's go back to let's go back to the DC universe yes. and Brainiac specifically. Um, let's talk about some of his special moves. Um, again, not a Brainiac player. Why did we decide to do Brainiac again? I forgot.
1: Um, villain, and also right. because he's the main villain. He's the main the villain.
0: Game. He's also, like, like the only Superman villain in the game.
1: Yeah, that's uh, really bizarre. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I guess
0: I think like part of this too is to kind of just, like, switch it up and, like, see, like, where we go with these conversations. Well,
1: but, well, uh, well, but hey, let me list off, like, the other ones and, and if any of them can actually be uh, a villain game, a, a game for a fighting game. Like a villain uh, for fighting game? Yeah. L- dude, l- l- dude l- l- no, I got
0: one, I we already talked about one.
1: Metallo. Actually, yeah, Metallo. Metallo
0: would be an amazing character. Yeah.
1: Okay, like Metallo, Parasite, maybe. Okay. Uh, but then, like, what do you get, like Mixter, Mixy, Pitlick? Mixel, pl- Mixel,
0: Spitlick? Yeah. If they do that, they'd have to put Batmite in there, too. Yeah. As, and like, then, a I- premiere skin, or, like, they could do, yeah, like, the. exactly. freaking Then,
1: like, what, what, what Toy Man? Mm,
0: no. Weathermaster? No. Um, Weather uh, wizard? But well, that's Flash villain. Yeah, that's a different, <laughs> different, different guy. Yeah. Uh,
1: Dude, there's a lot of themes
0: in these DC books. Yes.
1: Yes. Oh, that's one of the best robot chicken like DC special jokes. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, we know what's gonna happen. So first off, like, like the, the this icicle is about to. Yeah, be it's like, yeah it's like... And it's like, like, oh beware, Mr Freeze. Mr Freeze. And then it's like and Captain Mr. Cold. And then it's like Killer like, Frost. <laughs> like, and then it's like, and don't worry, ice is gonna save her with her amazing ice
0: powers. It's <laughs> like, it's like... No, and that's and uh, that's another thing that really bothers me about this game too is they put friggin Sub Zero in the game. Okay, I'm going to talk about this too, since we're on the subject of Ice characters. Killer Frost was in the first Injustice game. Okay? She was a character, and in this game, they decided to put Sub-Zero because Ed Boon is an egomaniac and wants to put Mortal Kombat characters in a DC fighting game. And they put Sub-Zero in the game. Like, why not Killer Frost? Why not any of, literally, any of the other billions of ice characters that exist in the DC universe. Um, uh, just anyway, a small tangent. But speaking of uh, cold, Brainiac's first special movie... Please don't tell me movie, he has brain freeze. No, no, no. That would be really stupid. That's probably a Sub-Zero move. Uh it's called Air Numinoid Drive, and the reason why I said speaking of cold, because it's like Newman spelled like pneumonia. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what that's a reference
1: to. Air Numinoid. Numinoid. Brain related? Maybe. Maybe. I'm, we're dumb over Maybe. here. Yes. <laughs> Me dumb. <laughs>
0: Me dum dum, Nino dum dum, you dum dum. Let's not talk about that. Bizarro know what to do. <laughs> oh yeah, Bizarro. Bizarro's in the game. Well, he's a premier skin.
1: Oh hey, wait a minute. That's a good. That's villain. actually
0: a good. That's a, There you go. That's a good. We we're just talking. It's a good Superman villain to put. In, they actually they did put him in the game. But okay, good. He's just a he's a premier skin for Superman. And just a skin. Yeah. Well, I I was kind of bothered by it at first. Cause I was like, why can't they just make him a different character and like have like a completely different move set? But I did like the fact that they actually. So when you pick uh, when you pick Bizarro, his like um, moves are all like reversed. So his like lasers, his uh, heat vision becomes like a like cold vision, and like his like cold breath becomes like heat breath. You know what I mean? Which oh, is like pretty
1: cool. That is good. And like then, okay, it, yes. it, it,
0: it, it it looks cool. I was I was skeptical at first, but like I like it now.
1: Okay, so it's more than just a skin. Yes, which, exactly. Yeah. Then Yes. Okay, then I'm not cool with it. Right. Fun fact about that, the, George Newbern also voiced like not only Superman, but he also voiced Bizarro. Yeah, that's that's I that, I actually looked that up after we were talking about Superman. I was like, that's that <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, and just like.
0: Well, that, of course. I mean, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. He was funny. I actually really like the Superman uh, animated series version of Bizarro, too. Yeah. He's like a little uglier, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. A little tragic also.
0: Right, right. All right, so the next one we got air tendril swing. So, you know, he's shooting around his tendrils, I guess. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Uh, Oh, I guess there's, like, so, again, not a Brainiac player. There's, like, different lengths you can do. So if you do, like, excuse me, if you do, like, down, back, one, and then back, it'll be, like, close to you or something like that. Uh, and then down back one forward, it'll be further away. It's, like, got different reaches.
1: Him and Swamp Thing got these, like, tentacle things going Yeah. for him?
0: Oh. I think, uh, I think they're the only two characters. Maybe there might be the only two characters in the game like that. Um, yeah, I can't think of any others. Okay. Off the top of my head. At yeah.
1: Least. Well, I mean, that's interesting. Like, uh. Yeah, no, I mean, like, that's kind of like, you know, he's always got, like, sometimes, like, wires coming out. To yeah, exactly. People and stuff like that. The horror of, like, oh, no, he's, he's grabbing someone. Right. And it just depends on, like, design and things like that. Oh, actually, now that I think about it, there was a, like, that was, like, the great reveal in Justice League when, when, um, when Lex Luthor is kind of, like, exposed as how surprising he is a bad guy still. Right, right. <laughs> Like suddenly, like as he he's been exposed, like and meanwhile he's suddenly gotten super strength. R- randomly it seems, and then suddenly it's just like it's like what's going on with Lex? What's going on? And then suddenly, like, like tentacles start spouting out oh, of Lex yeah. door, and then like a face comes out, and it's Brainiac's face from his chest. and it's just like it's like whoa and it's total horror movie and like he has like a total tentacle arm now it's over Lex. not until I I'd hoped to remain hidden until I could install myself into the android and everything is like that is like some great horror movie stuff. Nice. These cartoons got away with a lot.
0: Yeah, they did. All right, next move. Back, forward, three. The cybernetic charge. Okay. That... Just like charge that. Yeah, you. you saw that. I did that a bunch of times on you when we were playing.
1: Well, I mean, it's charge attack, but that's not a bad name. Yeah. I mean, good. like yeah, cyborgs. Cyborgs are always like right. Kind of like uh, that's always interesting. Like what, the distinction between an android and cyborg. It's like there's like living tissue in a cyborg, and that's. Kind of like, yeah, that's what um, Jeff Johns like kind of like brought back, and like what other people have tried to do with Brainiac is make him a bit more cybernetic. Yeah, is like they they they. It's always like a toss up of how much he's gonna be a robot and how much he's gonna be a cyborg. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, oh, oh, gosh, and uh, in Alan Moore's uh, whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, um, like, like Lex Luthor goes to the Antarctic and finds like Brainiac's like, kind of like the last re- remnants of Brainiac. And, like, this last remnant immediately, like, grafts onto and possesses Lex Luthor. Dude, he gets attacked by Brainiac a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah.
0: So that's, like, a, it's a, th- th- that kind of makes me a little bit more upset that they took Lex Luthor out of Injustice 2. He was in the first game. They took him out of the second.
1: Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I think, wait, well, I think he might have died in the first game. But, uh... legends at gmail.com. Okay, so next one... Is. Docs drill. Docs drill. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh. Oh, you know what oh, this is about. Yes. Okay.
0: You guys should have seen James's face just now.
1: So okay, so good, <laughs> good old research. Okay. To go into this, um, one of the like. By the many way, versions... just for the rec, for the record, James is
0: a lot better at doing research before episodes than I am, uh, and I think it makes for great
1: shows. Anyway, continue. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Chris. That's very nice to say. Um. So like one of the revisions they've they've gone through like I think it was during um Post Infinite Crisis. Post Infinite Crisis. <laughs> Post Infinite
0: Crisis. <laughs> so so so
1: uh Worst comic
0: series ever. No, I'm just kidding. I love Infinite Crisis.
1: No, um okay, it's not Infinite Crisis. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Ah, different, different different things. 80s. But, so yeah, 80s when when they like did the full like uh John Byrne reboot of of, like, uh, Superman and, like, all of DC yeah. continuity. Um, they decided to make um, him, Brainiac, be this um, former uh, alien warlord who was once known as Docs Vril. Oh. And, like, then he became, like, through some strange means, like, a Brainiac. No way. Okay, so that's a direct reference to that. Yes. Oh, wow. Cool. Yes. Oh, and and while he's like the cyborg, he then like goes to Earth and like possesses this human, this poor sap, Milton Fine, which they kind of like would go portray in Smallville, at least like that. This one dude gets possessed by Brainiac. Wait, that... How much of Smallville have you actually watched? Very little.
0: Like one episode. <laughs> research, uh, was, my this friends. Is research. research. This is just like Wikipedia's. Yes. Okay. Because I, I was about to get worried about you for a second. Anyway, uh, I, I, I don't, where's the, I can't find the uh, the name of the, uh, his super, his super attack on this list that I'm looking at, which is really strange. But I'm just going to let you know what happens. Yeah. As, as you might have uh, seen earlier when I beat you three times in a row. Um. <laughs>
1: I didn't
0: oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, what happens in Brainiac's uh, super move? He, like, grabs you, and then, like, uh, there's, like, there's like a bunch of uh, he's like, minion robots that surround you and, like, uh, stick you with tentacles, hold you in place, and then there's a, like, this giant Brainiac ship comes over you, and the music changes. It's actually really dope. It's, like, it's, like, it's kind of, like, the Injustice theme music comes back, and then, uh, you just get just get hit with this huge blast of like like brainy energy, uh, and just blown back. I really like actually the cinematic elements of Brainiac's super move, just because of the fact that the music changes so dramatically and like the clouds open up. It's actually really cool. Um, man, I kind of want to start playing Brainiac or something.
1: Awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was a really cool cinematic move and like. I don't like that. That's part of the fun of Brainiac, like when he when he's done the way we like him. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like, is like there's so many drones of him and like how many like slaves he has. Mm hmm. Like sometimes they're slaves, sometimes they're just like just copies of him. Right. And like that's right, like right. that's something that's so cool about him if done well. Right, exactly. Well, I
0: think it's done pretty well in the game. Like, because they definitely, he definitely uses his, uh, in at least in the storyline, there's like a lot of that. And even in the, when he, when he, wins, like his win sequence. There's like a couple of his drone minions in front of him. And um, I don't know. I think that they really, they really, they really uh, took, uh, took those things and ran with them.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It just, it's one of those things where you, you really could do so much with this character. Mm -hmm. Like if you do him well, I mean, if I could make a Superman movie, Brainiac would of course be my Superman villain. Oh yeah? Yes. Just Brainiac? Like, yeah, just because that Brainiac. you don't need anybody else. I mean, like, no, no, no. Lex Luthor would be there. Oh. But, like, he would just, like, be kind of, like, just, like, kind of observing and maybe also kind of, he he, he might have, like, summoned Brainiac to Earth. Oh. And so it's, it like, one of those things where it's, like, oh, hmm. Well, I'm trying to. And meanwhile, he's just doing this nefarious trying to get the alien tech for himself. Well, it's like, um, the, the whole planet's being conquered. And just Superman, of course, just trying to deal with this and this. And maybe a connection to Krypton. Just what I'm saying is like hire me, of course. But but no, I would hire you, James. But but no, but like that. After seeing like things like Transformers movies, I was like, you could so just imagine thousands of these robotic Brainiac drones and giant horrific Brainiac ships luring over Metropolis, and then there's just one little little man in a red cape flying towards that, that is inspiring, and that is also terrifying, and that is cinematic, right? I right can now.
0: absolutely picture that. Yeah. I, I can absolutely picture that. I, I do think that um, that Brainiac, I mean, yeah. If you, I Okay, actually, you know what? I actually want to take it a different way. Because we were talking about uh, you want Brainiac and Lex Luthor in this movie that you want to write. Who would you cast as Brainiac?
1: Okay, let, let, let's do this. And And casting. do
0: we do him, is he uh cgi is he a a guy in like a suit kind of looking like his injustice kind of form where like he's like painted that way i mean i'm seeing like hmm who could i see
1: as brainiac right now i would Uh, definitely i I really love motion capture like okay that I, i would go for that although because just to also pity the actor because it's much worse to just be in that like like, one of the reasons why Jennifer Lawrence doesn't like doing the X-Men movies is because because she of the makeup is because she had to be in so much makeup for so long. And I but like most understand. of
0: this get most of, if you cast like a real human, you know for brainiac at least you'd have armor right and then like just his face would be. I mean, it would probably be a little bit uncomfortable like notoriously, I guess like those kind of movies are hard to it's hard to move around in your costume whatever yeah, people always talk about that exactly. but I think the technology's gotten a lot better. I mean Christian Bale could move his head side to side.
1: Yeah. So okay. Well, maybe costume then, maybe costume and makeup. Um. I. Well, huh. I. I. I this is. You got me on the spot. Yeah. Uh, I. I can't think of like who I could see, as Brainiac. Brainiac. Someone. Who, someone who could be really just capture that sociopathic, cruelty, and like that. Just like that lack what of empathy.
0: Uh, what's that guy's name from Willard? Who's the guy from Willard? Uh. Elijah Wood? No, no, the ma- the guy who played Willard. Oh, him? Yeah. Really? He's like older now. He probably could do it.
1: Mm, I what don't know. What the fuck is this
0: guy's name? I don't know what his name is, but I'm not sure if that- Jesus Christ, I got to look this up.
1: Okay, look it up. Uh, uh I, I think I would go for maybe... Crispin Glover.
0: That's his name. Crispin Glover. That's his name? Yeah, that's 100% his name. Yep isn't that the guy from back to the future yeah he was definitely in back to the future look at him you oh, he could do it look at look at his face dude this is him oh. now oh him he could oh. absolutely do brainiac oh willard oh willard yeah oh, the one with the guy oh. had the mice and stuff like the
1: rats or whatever oh I, I got that confused with Wilfred oh yeah <laughs> that shows funny yeah um Okay, actually him, yes I could see that. Right? Yes, I could see that. Right? I can totally see that. Yeah. I'll Crispin Glover for Graniac, I think we just
0: casted this motherfucker. Uh, totally. Yeah, no, he definitely could he definitely could do it. I think that like because you're talking about like sociopathic, kind of like kind of like weird kind of like uh, yeah. I mean I, I think of that. I think of Willard specifically.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I could go for, I could totally be down for that.
0: sweet, we just casted our Superman movie. Hire Yes. Uh I can be cast I'll be casting director James you can write I can help you write but you probably do most of it.
1: Um but no, so what we're saying basically, so like of all the Superman villains, like I think he basically is right there and I think in a way that's more interesting than dark side of being like a physical challenge to Superman. Mm-hmm. Of like and also really representing just everything that that's counter to Superman. Yeah. I mean, like that was the great like um spoiler alert the the great horrible revelation that superman had in red sun like when when superman is about to like conquer america and destroy america um he he comes and then lois luthor has in her in her pocket an envelope by lex luthor says i will defeat superman with 14 words i was like oh what oh yeah and instantly superman is bawling breaking down i was like what have i done what have i done and so, to give you context of the scene, one of the things that Superman hates is that he, is that Brainiac fro- sh- shrunk down Stalingrad and put it in a bottle. And he ended up reprogramming Brainiac and making him a, a tool for the Soviet Union in the story. And he's just like, while he's talking to him, he's like, why did you never like create a growing ray? I was like, because I never thought of it. Like, I just cared about shrinking them. <laughs> and And so like Superman. I mean, that's
0: that's the sound reasoning, if I've ever heard one. Yeah,
1: and so (laughs) Well well, no Simpson's like, what? A rebegulator? That's crazy. Right, exactly. (laughs) Rebegulator. (laughs) And so and so then suddenly like Superman's Crying is like, and what the letter says is, why don't you just put the world in a bottle, Superman? And then Superman realizes, oh my gosh, I am just like you, Brainiac. I'm just another alien. Coming to an, a less developed people and being a bully. And this is an and and this
0: is exact case for the fact that I think that Superman has lower level intelligence. Okay, well, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I don't think yeah. that Superman is like. Is he like super? Like I mean, like Clark Kent's like like from like nowhere.
1: Well, he's got that home
0: grown yeah. like
1: intelligence.
0: You know. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, uh, James, it looks like we've been talking for fifty minutes. All right, great. So we talked about Brainiac in the game. We talked about his purpose. We talked about his moves. We talked about his history. What do you think? Oh, is this to- a good, accurate representation. Good representation, I guess I should say. Absolutely, of this is fantastic. I would have to agree. I think that Brainiac works really freaking well in this game.
1: Yeah, this is good. This went way better than I expected it would.
0: Awesome. Well, on that note. We're going to have to go. Uh, that's our show, guys. Um, but we're also uh, midway through the season, um, and we're going to take a week break. So you're not going to hear from us next week, but uh, we will be back the following week with Batman. We're going to actually we're gonna go there.
1: We're going to finally do Batman.
0: I'm really excited about this one because Batman's the freaking best. So there's a ton of stuff to talk about here you're obviously going to have a great conversation right exactly you got Adam West you got friggin', like Bob Kane's bullshit you got Bill Finger bunch of stuff point is we're going to be back in two weeks with the Batman episode and thanks for listening Uh, we'll see you later